We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Monday. Usually, oh my. Yeah, usually my favorite day of the week after I spend the weekend recharging. I look forward to coming in here and kicking off the week with you guys, continuing to fight against the forces of tyranny in this country every week. But unfortunately, tonight, it's an eve of sorts. Not a fun eve. It's not like Christmas Eve. Where some people open presents on Christmas Eve and some people are just excited that they're going to open presents on the next morning. No, we're on an Eve right now. Not where you're looking forward to, you know, T minus 20 hours and counting to the lift off, you know, of another shuttle or anything exciting. It's not like you're waiting for, you know, to get up in the morning because you get to fly and go off an amazing vacation. Oh, no. Here we sit on the eve of whether or not a former president of the United States is going to be perp walked in any way, not on the basis of crime that he uh, crime that he's committed, but simply because he's an opposition force that they need to make go away. If he is perp walked tomorrow. We will officially be a banana republic. If he is perp walk tomorrow, if he is officially indicted, can we all agree? I just had a thought, Skins, before I bring in my man, Skins. Maybe maybe because I was going to introduce him here. Skins, tater skins, banana skins. I'm thinking maybe since we're officially, if he's indicted, a banana republic, because this is the kind of thing that happens in, you know, happening, well, in Castro's Cuba still exists, even if Castro isn't around. NOCO, USSR. It's very much Banana Republic. Should we all wear some kind of military gear tomorrow and walk around holding bananas? I got to bring in my man. Of course, we want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Do you think he will be arrested, indicted, and perp walked tomorrow? 888-344-1170. I got to bring in this man. Uh, he's not Nannerskins. He's DJ Taterskins. I, I, no, no, nothing else to say other than yes, I think he's going to be indicted and arrested tomorrow. I kind of feel, I'm not really sure. I got to flesh it out. I'm going to brainstorm this out with you guys. We've got later on attorney and political historian and former senatorial candidate Tom DeBacaro is going to be here to weigh in on on the legal aspects of this. I've been saying for years, I'm going to brainstorm it out tonight. I'm not sure. I've said for years, as y'all know, a couple of things. We're all Michael Flynn. If the government's allowed to railroad Michael Flynn, don't ignore it, conservatives, I said, because this will be all of us. Then it became about President Trump. And President Trump said, in fact, I've got the clip right here. 
because I think he repeated it today. He said, this isn't about me. If they can come for me, they can come for you. Um, well, I'm not ready to, to play this clip yet because it's a little bit of a longer clip. We'll get to that in a moment. I want to know if you guys think that he will be arrested. Part of me isn't sure because I said that. I said that it, they they will continue to dig into digging. If he doesn't go away, they're going to dig until they find that hammer that was written off on the taxes without a receipt. But skins, hear me out. Has it gotten to the point where we've got pushbacks? Even CNN is having to report tonight that Michael Cohen, who is the final uh, witness, I guess, in this grand jury, who uh, was involved in Trump before and then flipped against Trump after the government went after him, the Southern District of New York, his his uh, legal advisor came out and said that uh, you you shouldn't be trusting this man. He's not reliable. He's nothing but a, he's nothing but a con man liar. So even CNN is reporting on that. There are many people like Chris Rock and others who have come out and said, "Look, this is only going to help Trump. This is only going to galvanize people for Trump if this happens." So they might be looking at this skins. And then then you've also got a report that Jim Jordan has said that he sent a letter with two other Republicans and said, hey, Mr. Bragg, this is not your this is not your lane. You need to come and appear before our oversight of, of committee that hears about the weaponization of government. You need to come and, and sit before us because the Department of Justice, what you're investigating here, what you're contemplating indicting for here involves federal elections crimes. And that ain't your lane. And the Department of Justice has already said we're not going to prosecute for that. So who do you think you are, man? You come and show yourself before us. So I'm wondering if you think that being said, Skins, that you think that they might have overplayed their hand a little bit. I don't think they care. I think that I, 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 as I'm fleshing it out with you, we're brainstorming, kind of like the old corporate days where we'd be in a conference room and we'd be brainstorming all the, the different possibilities. Um, and we would say, you're not allowed to, no judging. Everybody gets to say what they want to say with no judging. Um Part of me thinks that even though it's likely to be thrown out, they want this image. There's a reason why they dragged Roger Stone out of his house at 5 a.m. and had CNN crews there, right? There's a reason why they went after Michael Cohen and had him do a perp walk. There's a reason why they were going after Jerome Corsi. Um, who was the other one? Paul Manafort. It, it, it's chilling. It sends a message that if you dare... Go against us. If you continue to join forces with anybody that's a threat to our power, we are going to the you are going to be visited by the jackboots of tyranny, and we're going to drag you out of your home. Uh, I, I Alan Dershowitz has done some of the best reporting today, anywhere in terms of as a historian. He has said, um, "For my friends, everything; for my enemies, the law." He also is quoted, I don't remember who it was who said it, but show me the man and I'll show you the crime. And that's not what our criminal code is supposed to be. It's, he, he went on to explain today that given the extent of our criminal code, if a prosecutor sat and delved through the criminal code, every one of us could be indicted. There's not an American out there. That's how broad it is, how extensive it is, and it's not supposed to be used in that way. I think... If I have to make a decision now, I'm going to continue to ponder it. I want to bring in Tom Debacar later. But if I if I had to guess, I would say yes, because it's not about whether or not they can get him convicted of it. It's about the image. 
It's about it's about him having to show up in a court of law. It's about him having to be fingerprinted. It's about the battle that's going on today between Trump and DeSantis that we've got to weigh in on in a minute. Anything you want to add, my friend? No, I mean, that that pretty much sums it up. I just think that they're also beyond the point of caring, Andrea. They want this guy slammed as quickly as possible and out of the way. Yeah, they want him to be racked with more legal bills. This is about persecuting. Also hoping that in the process he gives up. Yes, but he won't because and that's the thing they need to understand. How many cans of raid have they dumped on this man? And he ain't gone nowhere. He's not supposed to be alive. He's supposed to he's supposed to have run off like every other Republican that gets a little bit of pushback on the campaign trail and folds. Right. But he didn't. And the and, and I will tell you, that, let me ask you this other question. Many people are saying, Skins, that <clears throat> this will result in a landslide victory for him in 2024. Do you go that far as to say it will help him to that extent? I, you know what? I go back to the old Hugh Hewitt book. If it's not close, they can't cheat. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. And I think they better be really careful because I think if this doesn't go the way they want it, it will be a landslide. I don't. I, yeah. People are I, tired. I'm on the fence. As, well, yeah, they are. And, and I don't. And I don't mean wore out. I mean they're tired of it. They're 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 done with with all the games on either side. Would you say that this is an issue that matters to people in this country? I think it matters more than than people think. There's a couple of entertainment. YouTube channels that I follow, they don't follow politics, but they said, you know what? Enough's enough. Yeah. The, 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 politicians, the politicians don't represent us, and this is proof. Well, you look at the situation right now. They're First of all, they're trying to – one of the things I forgot to mention Friday is they're trying to distract, obviously. what's what's What was breaking last week before all this was coming down? The Biden crime family, right? You had Comer coming out and after Treasury says, yeah, we're going to hand over these banking records, and Comer's got the goods on Biden. And now look. This is what the this is what the FBI and the DOJ does in order to cover up the crimes of the Democrats. They use the FBI, which is our top law enforcement agency in the country and their Department of Justice, whether we're talking about a U.S. attorney's office, Southern District of New York, DA's office, attorneys general, whatever it is. They it, 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 they got to cover up a crime of a Democrat and they're going to they're going to flip it and make it be about hanging a crime on a Republican. Right. That's a huge about. Uh, 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 and, but I think that in this case, I think there is a possibility they don't indict because you even have lefties coming out and saying you've got um, who was one of the people that came out today. Well, I don't want to say that Andrew McCarthy is a lefty, um, but he's clearly not a Trump supporter. And he has come out and to say a- a- Andrew McCarthy is an attorney. He's on Fox a lot. <sighs> um, excuse me while I cough up a furball. He says that the indictment is nonsense partisan and says it will help uh, Trump in 2024. Here's what I should have had this pulled up. I'm all over the place because I'm so angry. Y'all know how I get when I'm angry. Well, and as you're searching, too, you have people, leftists and Hollywooders saying that not a good, smart move, guys. No. Here's what uh, Jonathan Turley said 
Um, Dershowitz, by the way, I've already quoted him today. He's, he, you know, he's talked about how this is such an abuse of power by our legal system. Um, Dershowitz also pointed out today that what this is, as Tom DeBacar wrote recently in, in an article, that this is about the, the, the feds with the FBI and the DOJ controlling our elections. Uh, Dershowitz is not a Trump supporter. He voted against him twice. He said, I have the right and want the right to vote against him a third time. And people should have the right to vote for him again if they want to a third time. They, the, our government should not be trying to control our elections by slapping people with, with criminal crap, elevating from misdemeanor to felony so that they can control outcome of elections. And Jonathan Turley, who's certainly a far lefty, he's not Lawrence Tribe, but he's on his way there, said this. He's called the case flawed. He said it's based on a state. Uh, he says this is a flawed case if it is based on a state charge effectively prosecuting the federal election violation. He says the federal case was rejected by the Justice Department. There's also a statute of limitations. He says um, Bragg may be able to expect highly motivated judges and jurors in New York uh, however, the novelty and questions in the case would present difficult appellate issues for the prosecution. He called on Trump to tamp down any inflammatory rhetoric, which there hasn't been any. He called the case legally pathetic, and it absolutely is. Um, but if we're it, it, and, and, and one of the things that needs needs to be pointed out by Jonathan Turley, by Alan Dershowitz and others is where was the FBI and the DOJ on, on uh, Hillary Clinton? When she funneled money and laundered money through Perkins Coy to affect the outcome of an election, right? Lied about it, laundered money as she hired Russian people to cook up a steel dossier that then was funneled to the FBI. There's all kinds of ways in which Hillary Clinton, with the Clinton Foundation, by the way, which was the largest charity fraud ever perpetrated on the world, committed all kinds of election and monetary frauds and, and, and broke, broke laws. No indictments, nothing. You're right about one thing. Americans are sick and dang tired. In 2016, Americans were chanting, lock her up. They were sick and tired of a two-tier justice system. You think that that's gone away? No, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to play a clip from Trump, and then we're going to get into DeSantis today. Boy, did DeSantis prove me right about him. Yeah, we're going to talk about that when we come back as well. Andrea K telling you like it is all while eating a donut. The Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Here's what Jim Jordan, James Comer and uh, Brian Style of Wisconsin said in, partially said in a letter to Alvin Bragg. George Soros funded Alvin Bragg. More on that in a little in a, in a moment. He said, "You are reportedly about to engage in an unprecedented abuse of prosecutorial authority, the indictment of a former president of the United States, and currently declared candidate for that office." This indictment comes after years of your office searching for a basis, any basis on which to bring charges, ultimately settling on a novel legal theory untested anywhere in the country and one that federal authorities declined to pursue. In light of the serious consequences of your action, we expect that you will testify about what plainly appears to be a politically motivated prosecutorial decision. Bring him in. Haul him in. Make it ugly. Make it really ugly. 
Like we don't we don't need Trey Gowdy kind of phony stuff. We need really 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 ugly. Um, it's a long clip. It's a minute twenty seven. But I want I want you to hear from President Trump and what he had to say today. Skins, please play clip two. These four horrible radical left Democrat investigations of your all time favorite president me is just a continuation of the most disgusting witch hunt in the history of our country. It's gone on forever with Russia, 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 and Ukraine, 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 and the Mueller hoax. Mm -hmm. It's an absolute disgrace what's going on. They even spied on my campaign. And remember this, with all of the work that they did on Mueller, no collusion. That's what the answer was, was all no collusion. Whether it's the Mar-a-Lago raid or the unselect committee hoax, the perfect Georgia phone call, it was absolutely perfect, or the stormy horse-faced Daniels extortion (laughs) plot. They're all sick, and it's fake news. Our enemies are desperate to stop us because they know that we are the only ones who can stop them, and they know it very strongly. And they're looking at the polls where... Not me, but we are up by so much. They can't even believe it. We won twice, and now we've got to win a third time. They know that we can defeat them. They know that we will defeat them. But they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. Mm -hmm. I'm just standing in their way, and I always will stand in their way. Thank you very much. He laid it out. All the ways in which they've come for him, and he's still standing. And I hope in, they're paying attention because he's not moving out of the way. No, he's not. He's not. Um, that's what Trump had to say about it. You've heard what Jim Jordan had to say about it. Him and James Comer and Styler sent a letter. Let's think about some other. You want to know what Daryl Issa had to say about it? Local Congressman Daryl Issa. I get emails from his office. Let's see. He has announced mobile office hours in Poway, Pine Valley, and Fallbrook. So that's the statement from him today. Uh, Nothing from him that at least from there, because I get emails whenever they send out press releases. So um, evidently, Daryl Issa doesn't know what's happening there. But here's what my man over the weekend, what Congressman Andy Biggs had to say about it. He says, if they can come for Trump, they will come for you. This type of stuff only occurs in third world authoritarian nations. Are you are you surprised that uh, my man, that our man Biggs? No, it's kind no of funny. You could ask me what he said. That's probably what I would have guessed. Exactly. Well, let me tell you, that's not what DeSantis had to say today. What has before I go to the phones and take a call? This was from, a golden opportunity for him. What have I been saying about DeSantis for a while? As everybody was jumping off the Trump train onto the DeSantis train, I was like, "Hold up! What is my number one issue? Nothing matters if elections don't matter. Who's controlling and, and weapon uh, and and uh, controlling the outcome of our elections? Who's weaponized the U.S. government against us? Who's throwing American citizens into the gulag? My number one issue, because nothing else matters if 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 that's going on in this country, right? And DeSantis has given me no reason to think that he's got a grasp on that issue or the desire to do anything about it. And wait till I confirm that with you today. What a disappointment he was today. And for anybody in MAGA who thought he was our man in 2024 or 2028, going to go to the phones quickly. Uh, Jack uh, from Oceanside is on the line and wants to talk about the Trump indi- indictment. Hey, Jack. 
Well, I think all this presents a problem for the Secret Service. Um, I don't think the Secret Service could even allow Trump to be handcuffed. Uh, it, it would not be a safe situation for the ex-president. Um, maybe if they held the keys to the handcuffs, but they handcuffed the president and have somebody else holding the keys to the handcuffs, he would be in danger. Now, what if Trump was sentenced to do jail time? How would the Secret Service protect Trump in jail? I haven't heard anybody talk about this. Well, first of all, um, I don't know what the Secret Service did when Bill Clinton was indicted for perjuring himself back in that court case in which he lost his law license and had to be... Oh, that's right. He wasn't indicted. Yeah, he didn't face any consequences for that. Um, not sure what the Secret Service did when Hillary Clinton broke, uh, violated, committed 33,000 felonies by deleting 33 pieces of government property under subpoena. Oh, wait, yeah, she wasn't prosecuted. Um, this is absolutely, I, I, I'm being facetious, obviously, Jack, because quite frankly, uh, you know, the, to, we shouldn't even be in this position. It's outrageous. Did you hear DeSantis's comments today? Yeah, I heard part of it. It, it sounded like he was, uh, you know, trying to play uh, both sides against the middle. He he wasn't uh, he wasn't taking a side. He was playing it safe. Which means what? Which means he's kind of squishy, like which, most Republicans. Which makes him establishment. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. If I had a prize to give, I would give you the prize. I said today on Twitter, one of the first things I said was his response was so establishment. It's it stinks. It's exactly what it was. Who wrote that? He waits three days before he comes out and says anything. And then when he does, he says, I've got a couple of clips to play here. But it was it was like Jeb wrote it. I'm wondering. Yeah. The the person who came up with Jeb exclamation point is the one who wrote it. So I Say want to include here about the Secret Service. It seems to me they have two choices. Um, when it comes to Trump, they either would not allow him to go to jail. Let me interrupt you, Jack. Secret Service. Jail, Secret Service. They have to actually have a detail of Secret Service inside the jail with Trump. I don't know. That you get Secret Service protections when you're in jail because you're protected by. But even if even if he did, it's not going to stop him from going to jail. Uh, Secret Service doesn't. He's able to go to Mar-a-Lago. He's able to play golf. He's able to be around strangers all the time and go to different rallies and different events. Uh, see, there might be 25 Secret Service people there and 20,000 people. So he's in far less safe environments than. Well, I haven't heard anybody talk about that. Have you? Yes, I have. This would be a good question for that guy, uh, Dan Bongino. He's ex-Secret uh, Service. Well, I got a cousin who's ex-Secret Service, but to, I, I'll be honest. I'm, On the I, show, let's ask him. Well, why, why, why does that matter so much to you? To me, what matters, I got to be honest, I'm curious as to why that's a, such a, a burning question for you. What I care about is that he's about to possibly be, be indicted. Uh, I'm not really that interested, to be honest with you, in the details of how they might do the perp walk. Well, it's not that so much. I mean, let's let's go back to whether he has to be incarcerated. You know, he's not going to be safe in jail. 
So how's the Secret Service going to make him safe? Well, I, probably the, like the, what they're doing with Alec Murdoch, you know, right? Um, the, you know, uh, there have been many people who have been high profile and they do they separate them and they're they're never around the general population. And that's how they would that's how they would protect him. And if Secret Service can continue to monitor an ex-president for life at a farm at here or at there, they could do it in a prison. I actually think that's a pretty easy thing to to accomplish. I mean, that's it's easier to keep a president safe in a prison than it is when he's at a rally with 30,000 people. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd just like to know how they plan to do that. I don't think they've got that planned so far. There were negotiations in terms of with Secret Service in terms of how they were going to do it. There's no reason for him to go into a courtroom. Every well, I mean, courtroom, they, every courtroom across this country should allow Trump to be handcuffed. He's not going to be handcuffed. How do you know that? Well, first of all, there was already, I don't, I don't believe he is, but every court in this country um, allows people to appear via Zoom. Um, but, you know, why would they not allow him to be handcuffed? Oh, because he, he would not be in a safe position. Their job is to keep him safe and out of harm's way. They lose control if the president is handcuffed. No, they have complete control over him if he's handcuffed. It would probably be Secret Service agents walking him. I'm past the point of a break, Jack. Uh, Thank you for calling in. I always appreciate your calls. Um, Thank you. Um, All right. right, We're going to take a break. We come back. I'm going to bring in Tom DeBacaro. Skins, are you curious about the Secret Service and how all that's going to work? It doesn't matter to me. All right. Well, it matters to Jack. And Jack, you matter to us. We appreciate it. Stay tuned. We've got more to talk about here, including Ron DeSantis and the big miss today for him. Did he commit political suicide today? At least from the POTUS presidential campaign standpoint, some people say yes. Stay tuned. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Mysterious streaks of light over NorCal. One more thing maybe our friend Tom DeBacaro can explain to us tonight on tonight's Andrea K. Show. Y'all remember Tom DeBacaro. He's on his fishing boat, though. No, he's not. He's not. He's not famous for fishing, child. No, 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 no. He is famous. He's starring in a new movie that's coming out soon. So we're going to allow him to talk about that if he sits down and stops moving around and ruffling papers like I'm hearing in the background. Um, he might be writing a new book or working on a new movie script. I don't know, but I'm glad to have him back with us tonight when we are possibly on the eve of something truly historic, which is a disgusting display of prosecutorial misconduct and abuse of power with the potential indictment of a former president of the United States. Tom Debacaro, welcome back, my dear. How are you? Great to be on the movie. I am not starring in it. I have a minor role with there are other stars in the movie, but... It's April 14th. It's getting close. We're excited about it. We have a special preview in New York next week. We have a preview in L.A. And the big premiere happens April 11th in Hollywood. Okay. And evidently, I mean, uh, uh, I'm sitting here. I didn't get a packet. I didn't get my invitation. Skins, did did you not give me the invitation that Tom Dell sent me? No, no invites, Andrea. Oh, okay. It turns out that I'll be walking the red carpet with my daughter. Well, I didn't. I, I wasn't necessarily implying that I, I had to walk the red carpet with you. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Sometimes I just make myself giggle. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> 
Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, time to get serious. First, what is with these NorCal lights? What is the story? Mis- mysterious? Uh, honestly, I haven't been following it. I was doing a lot of work today, but I didn't didn't want to be able to... So I'm sorry, I can't tell you at all. Okay, well, I'm going to, because, you know, I don't believe in all this UFO stuff that everybody's been talking about, but that did look creepy. All right, so let's talk about this indictment potentially happening tomorrow. First things first, do you think that that's going to happen? Because I think they might already be experiencing some boomerang on them for this plan, Alvin Bragg. So I'm wondering if they're rethinking that, which is why we're hearing reports that Trump's attorneys and team were not notified, as you would expect, that there was an indictment coming tomorrow. You're not just a brilliant attorney, historian, but you're, you know, politics better than anybody. You've written so many books on it and run for office. What's your prediction? Do you think they will indict him? Well, yeah, I still think they, they want to do that. And, and this is a part of a serious escalation in the criminalization of politics. In the old days, politicians would slander each other, bark at each other. I mean, the Adams crew went after Jefferson in, in pretty horrible ways. Andrew Jackson was attacked in pretty... Those were the old days. Mm-hmm. There was, of course, investigations. Once they're elected, you investigate. Even Ulysses S. Grant and his, his vice president, they were investigating. You know, that's the normal part. And then you had the politics of personal destruction. But again... That was mainly politicians attacking pol- uh, candidates in, within the political system. What's really dangerous, Andrea, and what your listeners really need to understand, as we have left the politician-on-politician politician thing, and we now have this coordination among the left, donors, politicians, sitting officials, DOJ, FBI, using the criminal justice system to attack candidates. And that's entirely different. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you remember in 2015, Rick Perry's Mm -hmm. political uh, opponent uh, in Texas or his objector, uh, whatever you want to call that woman, indicted him to stop him from running for president. Yeah. Now, what you have, you, you, you know, the whole Trump thing, right? And the two tiered system where Hillary gets away with a crime, they go after Trump and, and, and create this. Alvin Bragg, million, over a million dollars in support from Soros related groups. And that's why this is different. If George Soros gives you a million dollars, he expects something, or his groups give you a million dollars, he expects something. Mm-hmm. And this is what is so dangerous. It's one thing for a politician to be, let's say, Joe Biden sitting in his senatorial chair and borking uh, just, uh, Judge Bork from getting on the Supreme Court. That's one thing. But to use the criminal justice system, the DOJ and the FBI, or DAs, Mm-hmm. is a whole different level in what is so very dangerous here. And because Soros is involved, I can't answer your question. It would not surprise me. What, what I do think is that Trump got out in front of this by making it public, mm-hmm. get the public on his side, and that has thrown 
something in the works. The Democrats want that picture of his uh, his picture where he is charged. You know, they want the mugshot. They want the perp walk. Yeah, they definitely want that. Look, I mean, look how they treated people guilty of misdemeanors, you know, like like SWAT teams and the like. Yeah, they want that. They want that. So this is a very bad development. This criminalization of, of politics on the left is very serious when you consider they're combining it with so much money and the DOJ. Well, right. And then it but this is not lost on all Americans that this is the DA. It's not just about George Soros, too, although, it, 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 yes, he's George Soros funded. And this is one of the reasons why I've been telling people you got to start paying attention to local races. Right. Because even though this is part of a coordinated effort with the Department of Justice and the and the Democrats and the media and all of that, the three legged stool, quite frankly, um, it's it's bigger than just the DA. It's one of the issues I had with DeSantis's statement today. This is not just about some commie DA. This is actually a coordinated effort that is nationwide connecting a bunch of source funded DAs. There's, you know, just like the DA in St. Louis who didn't arrest anybody from BLM or Antifa that that committed that trespassed and broke into a neighborhood. No, it was the couple that defended their property on their front lawn that got arrested. Right. Um but, uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, uh, at the same time, so it, it, it Demo- I'm wondering why they might have overreached because you've got all these Democrats in New, in New York that are going, this is what you're focused on. We can't ride the subway because somebody that's that's that, that's uh, assaulted somebody 14, 15 times, you know, gets arrested and gets let out on no bail. Right. Th- yeah, I, so here's the irony of this or the or. The sickness of it, they are using the criminal justice system to attack candidates. They're using the law. But when it comes to the criminal justice system that really affects people's lives, Mm -hmm. they're abandoning it and downgrading charges and leaving the streets dangerously. That tells you the hypocrisy and every other horrible word you want to say about this, what they're doing. There is pushback. It, it, there is some pushback. Look, San Francisco got rid of uh, the the DA there. They got mm-hmm. rid of school, bo- school board members. You had uh, Lightfoot in Chicago get thrown out because crime. The, Chicago, yes. And so there is some, and pushback. also in LA, also in LA. Uh, was uh, uh, there was a recall of somebody of Gascon? Yeah, it yeah. should have been a recall of Gascon, but the way they counted it is entirely suspect by historical right. standards. But but I'm glad we're we're talking about this because nobody else is really today. That that there if there if he doesn't indict it's because the internally they're going you know what this isn't this isn't going to play well given the crime wave that we have administered across the country and this may not even look bad for us you know as democrats um i i want to your your thoughts in terms of what the republican party should be doing about this because quite frankly this is not about trump Right. This is really about all of us. And I'm so tired of people that that can't see that. I I was in battles all day long on uh, Twitter with a bunch of twits who, you know, well, it's anyway, you're what should the Republican two minutes? What should the Republican Party do? They should not be doing. They should not be making the case to the country that, oh, we could do this to the Democrats. 
The way you defend the Constitution is not to say we could misuse it, too. Right. They need they need to stand up and say this is unconstitutional and there are people breaking the law by doing this. And we are going to follow up on that. That's number one. Number two, I am glad that they have called for a hearing on uh, and, and subpoenaed Alvin Bragg to to Washington, D.C., but the Republicans need to start the 2024 campaign today yes. by tying all of these things together and saying you're not safe in the streets, but they're playing politics yes. and reach independent voters by doing that. I agree. Glad I had you on tonight, Whoa, my friend. You and I agree. I oh, know, man. right? I got to get back to work then. In spite, of, in spite of the fact that you're not inviting me to walk the red carpet. So you know what? Yes. We appreciate you, Tom DeBacaro. All right, love. All right, talk, talk at you later. To you soon. All right, bye, honey. Bye. All right, uh, t- we're going to take a skinny, tiny little break, and I'm going to then discuss my thoughts on Ron DeSantis and his response today, which I thought was feckless, weak, insulting, demeaning, and entirely too much Republican establishment for my taste. Stay tuned. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. Before I get into this DeSantis uh, dust up today, going to go to the phones. Sounds like our friend Don Jantz has called in. Hello, my dear. Hi, Andrea. Andrea, I got to have a couple of points. Number one, don't ever forget that it was promised by Obama that we would be trans, uh, transformed. And when he said we'd be transformed, he met into a communist, ty- a tyrant. He, uh, communism is what is happening. Number one, they always play by the ends justify the means. They could care less about our constitution. They could care less about our legal system. As long as it accomplishes their means, they will do whatever they have to do. Number two, they always work this way. They indoctrinate, they use propaganda, and they intimidate. Mm-hmm. We are in the intimidation uh, part of the whole transformation right now. And when you intimidate, the primary purpose of intimidation, oh, sure, if we can get rid of Trump, that's great. But primarily, it's to control the rest of the people and say, don't get out of line. You do what we tell you to do, and you'll be okay. The minute you get out of line, you see what we did to Trump? We'll do it to you. Yep, absolutely right, Don Jans. That's what's at play here, and that's why I was so disappointed with Ron DeSantis's uh, response today. Thanks for calling in, Don. Appreciate it. <clears throat> yeah. So here's the reason why I was so upset today uh, with Ron DeSantis's response is that it was weak, it was feckless. He took digs at Trump and just completely ignored uh, the big issue. Skins. Uh, there was a couple things that he said that were were decent. Um, we'll start with one clip. One. You're talking about this situation with, and look, I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda. 
and weaponizing the office. And um, I think that that's fundamentally wrong. Okay, so some people defending him today were like, well, look, you know, he's talking about how wrong it is. Why did he have to twice mention hush money paid to a porn star? Why? Who's he talking about? Something he's done? This woman is an extortionist. The federal government chose to not take up this case. Was was he sitting in on the grand jury? What is he talking about there? It's absolutely unacceptable to me. Waited three days, and that's what he comes back with? Clearly written and scripted by the establishment. He even took, a, he even took a, a, an applause line uh, pause. Paused for, for uh, effect there after his nasty jab. Look, Ron DeSantis had an opportunity. Oh, and, and you know, I had another clip I was going to play where he talked about George Soros. Let's talk about what he said that was really the problem. At no point did he mention, yeah, he talked about George Soros-funded DAs, but at no point did he mention, like Tom DeBacaro did and like Don Jan mentioned, what the overarching issue is here. This He tried to make it seem as though this is just about some local off-the-rails DA. It's not. This is about the weaponization of the entire U.S. government. You heard the clip from Donald Trump. Four years from crossfire hurricane to the insurance policy, the Mueller investigation, the, the phony Ukraine impeachment, the Jan 6, all of it. This is about a never-ending witch hunt in order to control the outcome of our elections. And if Ron DeSantis doesn't understand that, then he needs to just sit down and shut up about it and not say anything. But he's smart. One of the things he went on to say was, and this is where it really, I want to be very clear to his defenders today who are trying to tell me, well, what do you expect him to do? Nobody's expecting him to do anything. Nobody's expecting him to dust off his law degree and go up and defend Trump. The only thing we're looking for today is for him to issue a statement that displays he understands that the weaponization of the U.S. government is the ultimate fifth column that Lincoln warned about and will destroy the United States of America. Instead, he said this. I've got real issues I got to deal with here in the state of Florida. I can't I got to spend time on issues that actually matter to people. Ron DeSantis just told you. What I feared about him all along, that the weaponization of the U.S. government is not real, and it doesn't matter to the people out there. It doesn't matter to you. Maybe it matters to the family of the Jan 6 defendant I heard today, who for 25 months has been sitting there without even a bond hearing. Maybe it matters to the family of the Jan 6 defendant who killed himself, a young man who did nothing violent but trespass and was looking at 14 years and killed himself. Maybe it matters to the rest of those in the political gulag who were denied bail denied the right to have footage that would mitigate and which was exculpatory evidence maybe it matters to citizens like me who care about this country ron DeSantis, i'll never vote for you for president of the united states ever done 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 with DeSantis. you're dead to me DeSantis. you know why because you're no better than jeb you're no better than george w bush get off the stage and let the adults have a conversation Speaking of that, we'll be talking about the door knock disaster today involving Fauci when we come back.